Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Let's do it. Hi, this is Don Matteo, and you are listening to the Auto Know Better podcast. Let's do this. <laughs> you look like fucking Brolin, you're a leads in bastard. Or some sort of fucking weird floating head. No. You tensile player a bit, innit? I mean, I feel a bit right, dickhead. Nothing spectacular, really. There's only one person here that feels like a bit right, dickhead, I bet. Um, good evening, everyone. Welcome to Berardi and Cook from the Autonow Better podcast, of course. Uh, I'm your host, Smarty, and I'm joined eventually by Mr. J. Carter. How are you doing, mate? Yeah, I'm all right now. Now PC's let me on. Went do lally. Hey. That's what hey. we get for trying to take piss out of other fans, I guess. I know. Making I know. videos. Have we succeeded in said video? Are we, we, are have, we going to have to pull it from the show? I have uploaded it for you. It's a lower quality one that I've had to throw together very quickly while shitting myself because okay. we're 10, 12 minutes late. Yes. Um, so it, it is what it is. I've not had a chance to watch it through and check it's all right or anything like that. Well, let's go with it. I hope you've, you've spliced it together nice and that there's no random pictures that we don't want to be seeing or anything in that like that in there we'll, well, we'll throw that together we'll uh, we'll put that out in a little bit but um so you're well you're healthy you're happy after uh, saturday's performance don't, i'm not sure if i qualify as healthy but i'm happy well you look you look absolutely <laughs> you're glowing james it's probably Sli- like. slightly slightly furry around the mouth yeah a little bit um, gray, you know so, I mean, where do we start? Where can we start? Apart from the fact that how absolutely terribly shite are Huddersfield. Just, oh, man. Oh, I'll let you, you... Give me your thoughts. Because um, that were just... I mean, obviously, I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll do first half and second half, shall we? Because it was literally a tale of two halves. It really um, was, what, yeah. What are, you, what are your thoughts on the first half? I, I was just blown away, to be fair. I thought... Bloody hell, you know, we've, we've been talking about thumping someone. It's been coming for a while. We've all wanted to see it. And here we go. Could be a cricket score, you're thinking, by half time. Hmm. Um, I feared the worst when that first goal got disallowed from Somerville because I thought, oh, shit, you know. And we almost conceded, didn't we, off one of our attacks? Uh, were it a free kick or just an attack? But I can't remember, but we, we lost possession. It ended it, straight at the, the other end. That the, Christ, I've got a random hair. Was that the... <laughs> um... 
Rodan tackle. Yes. Yeah, where yes. Um, Shackleton tried to chest it towards Melier and look, jumped like a leaping yeah. salmon and it made a, cocked it right. Well, he did cock it right up. But uh, it, their, their number seven, who was probably their only danger man, and quite a good player, actually. He was decent then. He put Stroik on his ass, didn't he, a couple of times. Yeah. Well, once at least, but he, he made Stroik look like a bit of a, 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 a dipstick a few times. Well, he was their only threat, really. Every he time was he the picked only the ball one. up, I thought, mm, he might actually do something here. Yeah, he was the only one that looked capable of doing anything. He, the only one that had any sort of spark to him, wasn't he? The rest of them yeah. were just cloggers, man. They were just clogging away. Yeah. I don't, and some of I, those I tackles, generally... Go on. Some of those tackles, like I forgot what his name was now, but he, he went in pretty much, smashed one of our lads, didn't even get a booking, did he? Thomas Edwards. No, I don't think right back. it were right back. It were a shorter name, but I've completely forgotten because that's how thorough we are in here. There, that that Thomas Edwards were their right back who uh, Georgie Somerville pretty much anyone you know with a, an ounce of skill managed to make an absolute fool of. Three one with hands think, on Ed. Yeah, that's him. Um, <laughs> I generally don't think I've seen a worse performance from um, from a player in my life, and there have really? been some dire performances, obviously, <laughs> and you're especially over the last couple of seasons. I know. Um, yeah, that would that would that were terrible. I mean, even his own fans. I mean, the the Huddersfield fans that I've seen from you know the reaction of the weekend and stuff on on social media has just been absolutely hilarious, and they've absolutely, absolutely slated him. Oh yeah, Hog. He would he would he would an half decent player, Hog, back when they uh, yeah back in when they went up the first time. It must be about thirty five, thirty six now, surely. He's probably he's probably there, Liam Cooper. Dare he's been I say. around forever. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, we were just, it was literally a game of, of, of men against boys, wasn't it? I mean, mm. they started off pretty sprightfully. I thought, oh, they might actually make a, make a game for this, but you know, very, very quickly. Yeah. Um, it, it, it were put to bed. I mean, some, some of the stuff you've seen, I've, I don't think I've ever watched as many YouTube videos of YouTubers and stuff like that with the reaction, all pretty much the same angle of, you know, basically filming us, you know, yeah. in, in the crowd end and then, you yeah. know, basically filming all our goals. It, it was just brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> They're all saying the same thing that they want, you know, Darren Moore out and stuff. But yeah, yeah. A few of them said uh, the atmosphere were good. To be fair to them, they're not used to it like that, are they? So I don't know what they're talking about. I generally think that our atmospheres at Ellen Road have been really poor this year. Do you? I don't know about. I, thought, I don't know about you. Mm. I thought the last home game wasn't great, but the um, this one was all right. I thought. I mean, these yeah. stand were dead as per, but. Like well, you're yeah, not going to get a right lot out cheese of them, wedging, Nah, Cheese Wedge and South, though, were rocking. Yeah. The South near... I mean, obviously, I, I sit right next to the away fans. And, and to be fair, it, they, they do make a, a load of noise to, to Uddersfield fans. They, they're probably one of my favourite crowds to visit. Is it like though. barking? Well, they oh, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the dog noises that we were making, um, <laughs> obviously... You know, the, I mean, I didn't really because I thought it was a bit weird that we were barking at the Huddersfield fans. It was a little yeah. bit strange. Um, there were a lot what of stuff going do? on. There were there were two blow up Dalmatians floating around in South Stand as well. <laughs> like you know, you know the beach ball kind of Dalmatians. Yeah, yeah. Like, what the fucking hell's going yeah. on here? Like you know, I bet they disappeared um, when they went into their stand, didn't they? No, they didn't actually. They didn't actually make it into their stand. Oh, but okay, when yeah. um, they were making, they were the, fair to play to them. You know, they, they do bring a lot of noise. But once the first goal had gone in. The first proper goal, should I say, not not Piro's disallowed yeah, goal. Yeah. Um, that were it. Didn't hear a peep from them until they literally scored their only goal, which was an absolute howler from from Elia, really. Mm. But um, yeah, until then, you just didn't hear a peep from them. Um, there was a lot of 
in the second half, well, actually, probably from the second goal onwards, we started to sing um, Cheerio and uh, obviously time to time to go, time to go, because there were quite a few of them yeah, starting to yeah. leave. There were empty seats starting to pop up here, there and everywhere. And there were a little bit of concourse trouble. Yeah, um, there was, yeah. A lot of Huddersfield fans have been walking past the entrance to the South Stand and were yeah. getting pints and stuff thrown at them. So obviously, <laughs> absolutely kicked off big style. Um but all in all, a, a wonderful day, really. Lovely, yeah, lovely. <laughs> I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it all. It was great. Um, I, I, have you got any I standout missed, performances? I was just going to say, I missed the fourth goal because I was actually, it was my turn to go to the bar for the half-time oh, points. Oh, no, no, So I was a bit no. gutted because, you know, you can't see the bloody screens when you're waiting for that prepay bar in our stand. You, you just can't. I can't believe you left the first half early. Well, we have a thing where there's What's three of us about? and we take it in turns, so everyone misses no. sort of five minutes one every three games, you know, so it's it's the fairest way. It's the best the best way to get a pint is like literally after about ten minutes. Sometimes I, I sometimes go down. After, like I go down after about ten minutes and the, the, the bars are usually a lot quieter and you can just get straight to it from get a pint down you in five minutes and then you well, back up easy. In a, in 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 the wedge um for the previous game I keep salt and pepper your, chips your and all that sort of posh shite yes. that you that you get trekked to. Yeah, I don't like that for a couple of weeks. Maybe we didn't appreciate them enough and nobody bought them when they were here. So. Um, Better than uh, South Stand's Chernobyl burgers and <laughs> Breeze Block pies. But, um, yeah, I know. But the, uh, the, the bar for the previous game was so rammed that we were queuing before half-time. We didn't get a pint served till after the players came back out. Oh, really? And that's on a prepaid bar. Mass dedication is that? It's, I'd have sacked I'd, it off. Well, you've already paid. If you don't get your pint, you don't get oh, your pint. Oh, of course, it's prepaid stuff, isn't it? Yeah, we don't, we don't get that posh kind of shite down, the, down us. Well, We've got just a load of idiots behind a bar that are well, literally the, the spawn of snails because they are so slow, it's ridiculous. They're usually kids that have never worked on a bar. Yeah. But um, yeah. The, the point with the prepaid bar for me should be, you know how many you've sold, so you know how many you're serving at half time, so you line them up, surely, like you start pouring pints. Yeah, yeah. just start but pouring. But not yeah. these lot, not these lot. They'll pour you one. It'll have too much bloody froth in it, so then they'll have to repour it three times. How many people ask for flakes? It's everybody, mate. It's Everyone asks for a flake. Can anyway, we've digressed here. We'll, we'll go back. We to have it. a bit. We have a bit. <laughs> have you got any um, standout performances? In it? What's, who was your man of the match? In fact, um, wait, wait. What were your thoughts going into the game after Wednesday's match? Obviously, you know that the loss to Stoke. What were your thoughts going into this initially? I was worried just because we'd lost previously and. You're always nervous after that, aren't you? But, yeah. um, but I wasn't massively concerned. You know what I mean? I thought if you're going to have a game to sort of get back on track, then surely this is one of them. But with it being a derby, it's always got that little tiny bit of unpredictability. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's, it, it, it were a bit nervy sort of beforehand, like, oh, God, we don't want to go on like a bit of a bad run here. But nah, I wasn't massively concerned. Yeah. No, I don't think. There was a little bit of apprehension, obviously, after the result against Stoke, but mm. I thought it's either going to be an absolute whitewash, which I was more leaning to, obviously, you know, given mm. their position in the league. However, obviously, Stoke are down there as well. Um, the importance and, and, and what what a lot of derby days mean to a lot of fans, us and them, obviously, you know, and anything anything can happen. So there was that little bit of a grey cloud following me around, uh, down yeah. to the ground, thinking, I hope to God that we don't muck up here. <laughs> because, you know, it can happen, and it has happened lots of times. It can. And it's sure. not just losing a game when it's this lot, is it? It's like a one-sided rivalry, but you don't hear the end of it if they get anything. Yeah, yeah. And they just annoy me. 
they don't bother me per se. It's just they annoy me. Like I'm just like fuck off. You know what I mean? It's like a fly buzzing around your house that won't go away. Yeah, but don't you miss this sort of stuff though? You you just don't get you don't get this in Premier League. I miss you the don't fact get that, that kind of uh, that 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 rivalry and that you know obviously derbies are few and far between. Yeah, when you're and, in Prem. yeah. I miss the fact that it gets opposition fans really riled up playing us. Like some of them seem to get really upset about us, but. Yeah, I, I miss that, but I, I don't see teams like Huddersfield as a rival. Do you know what I mean? It's just mm. they're, they're just local neighbours, and it's nice to get one on them. And well, they are show, a rival. Show that they are a rival yeah. now. Everyone in Championships is a rival now. Yeah, but it's not a proper rivalry, is it? And they've got this weird thing about calling us Beeston for some reason. Like it's yeah, some I've kind of insult. That. Like are we are we yeah. meant to be upset about? I have that? No idea. Beeston's in no Leeds. It's got an LS postcode. The yellow skip. <laughs> the yellow, the yellow skip, Beeston, and they tend to um, rather go to um, yellow skip than like, ast- like asterisks or star the the double E in Leeds if they mm. ever talk all right about us, which is very mm. very strange. It's very strange. It's very. Um, odd. But yeah, I've I've missed this kind of rivalry. You know, like we with we, we Sheffield Wednesday and not not specifically uh, Rotherham, but Barnsley's usually a good laugh, and you know, the, well Sheffield United and Hull City usually. It's usually a good crack, and I, I miss all that in Premier League. When you're playing teams like Brighton and chuffing Tottenham, and you know all the other teams that have been in Premier yeah, League yeah. since time began, you know it's it's just it's just so sanitised and shit. Where you get a real proper dirty, grunty Championship rivalry, you know, of mm. old because we've only been in the Premier League. Oh, we're not now, obviously, but we'd only been in the Premier League for a few seasons, so it's not yeah. that much forgotten about. But no, I, I enjoyed it. Um, it's a shame that we absolutely battered the shit out of them because they uh, they, they quietened <laughs> off rather quickly. Um, well, they was... started going home after the third one, didn't they? Second. <laughs> were people leaving after the second? I, I um, like to give them the benefit of the doubt and think they were going for a pint early, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. It just wasn't happening. Who was your uh, standout players then? Who were, your, who were your man of the match as well? Um, I'm probably... Torn between Somerville and Dan James, to be honest with you. I thought they really? both played really well, yeah. yeah and yeah. to be fair, I, I, you know what I'm like. A few days removed from game, I can only remember bits of it at this point. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, Dan James were great. It's like, it can strike a ball like that first one when you don't have time to think about it, but you give him a second and he's like, skies it over at fucking bar, he doesn't know mm. where he is. It's bizarre, yeah. but it were on fire and he's he's having a great season. He's never mm. going to be the best player in the world, but the effort the lad makes, is, you can't deny. Yeah. It's nice to see actually playing in his proper position as well on the right wing. Yeah. And I think that's where he's obviously most effective because this is the first season where we've actually seen him in his proper position. Mm. You know, under Bielsa, they were playing as a number nine because Bamford yeah, were either yeah. cropped or just, you know, whatever. Then we <laughs> shipped him out on loan under Marsh um, and, and obviously Grassi didn't, didn't make that decision, but Marsh did. Shipped mm-hmm. him out alone, and then this obviously time, you know, this time we're down in the championship again, and it's his moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, and I think that's what he's been missing a lot of the time. I think you know the fact that he's not had an opportunity to be coached, especially someone, but you know, with Fark's kind of quality. Um, yeah, you know, and, and hopefully we're, we're coach. Start, yeah, we're, and we're starting to see the fruits of that. Obviously, of the fruits of his labour, as they say, <laughs> not um, of his loins. Yeah, I'm very, no, certainly not his loins. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm 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 glad I'm glad because I do like him. I know he gets called the little scum bastard and stuff, but you know yeah. I, I was gutted when he didn't come, um, and I, I obviously I was gutted when I kind of got when he went out on loan at Fulham as well. Mm-hmm. Um, 
in the in the Premier League, it, it had a massive question mark over whether they were good enough and stuff. And there probably will be if we would, if we do return and he's still with us. But you know, in in this championship, he's like a cheat code. It's like having Somerville. It's like maybe not well. Nanto's having a bit of a rough time at the minute, but like uh, Rutter as well. And you know, we've got so much quality. Yeah, um, and there's the no fullbacks going. that can keep up with him. No. No, and then obviously at some point we're gonna have Jed Spence to act, you know <laughs> add to that right side. So, RIP yeah. defenses. Uh, but no, I'm glad. I'm glad amazing. he got a couple of goals, and like you said, they were well taken. Uh, normally, like I say, he'd have, he'd have probably you know thought about it too much and tried to do maybe a pass or you know yeah, just yeah. it over bar. But he, they were well taken goals. Or one of his accidental assists. Yeah, yeah. But he does so he kicked, well. <laughs> kicked it into the floor, and it comes to uh, to Piro or someone else. But um, but yeah, no, it's a fair shout. For both Somerville, Somerville, and Dan James did fantastically. Personally, mm. um, my man of the match was uh, Jorginho. I thought he was just absolutely phenomenal. He was just. I thought he was good as well. Yeah, I thought he was good. You know. It's just Dan James don't get much of a mention when it comes to man of the match. So. No, and, and that's fair. And that's fair. I'm gonna and give it, him, but, I'm gonna give yeah, him. I think I think I'm probably agree with you there. To be fair, you know, he's, he, he deserves it because he, he's he, it's ridiculous. I, I think it was the second goal he scored where he was mm. kind of matching Jorginho's pace. Obviously, Jorginho yeah. were, were running with the ball. It might have been Somerville. No, it was Somerville that played him in, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, Kind of matching his pace, and then all of a sudden, went ball went. He just went. It was just like someone yeah. stuck on an afterburner, and it was like just a bullet train. Him, like, I watched it. I watched it a few times on loop. I thought you just. Yeah. I even said to my missus, says, "Look at Dan James here. Look at and the speed said, of this off. kid." No, she didn't actually. She's. Eh. <laughs> if I ever talk about Lee, she's just oh, whatever. Rolls her eyes at you. Shut up, dickhead. Um, <laughs> But no, no, I'm blown away. The, the whole, the whole attacking line. You know, Piro played well. Play, you know, he's he's holding mm. play, and, he, and he's and he's. I think you know he's been getting a bit of stick for being for going and missing, and, and maybe sometimes I've he does. I've heard a lot of actually, stick for him this week. When when he when he actually plays well, when the team plays well, Piro plays well, and I, I suppose mm. you can kind of lend it to to a little bit to click. When the team play well, you don't see click, or you don't tend to see what he does. But you know, if you if you watch click, you watch, you see the whole game. If you you know, and I think if you actually watch what Piro does and how he, the little runs that he makes and his hold up play and the, and his vision for a pass as well. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think he, he's he's pretty underrated. Others will disagree. Obviously, he's not had fantastic games. He's not been scoring, but he's still playing well. So you know, it's better than being absolutely dog meat. Altogether. I had a guy behind me at Stoke and he was just going mad about Piro. He was like, why have we signed him? Why have we signed him? He doesn't fit our system. And it's like, we signed him because he scores 20 goals a season, mate. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Do you know what I mean? You, if your system, yeah. if you don't fit your system, you make your system work for a player that can do that. Yeah. Yeah, he's, you know, not every player's going to, you know, it's, look at Bamford. Bamford were absolutely ripping it up in, in the championship when we bought mm-hmm. him from, from Middlesbrough. You know, he's a highly sought-after player. We managed to get him, and he would have been, mm, to start off with, you know, he were, he were tossing and tailing with, with Kimar Roof, yeah, to yeah. who was potentially the best, you know, best striker. Yeah, then we yeah. signed Eddie Nketiah, and we were a little bit with him, you know. So, you know, you're not always going to get the best out of a player straight away. There's plenty of time no. for him to kind of establish himself within the team further. Um, mm. You know, there's always going to be yeah, an argument right. between should should he play a number nine and or should Georgie drop back into the ten? I think I think Fark put that to bed a, a few weeks ago. But yeah, yeah I, that's, you that's know, just, as fans we always no know point better, asking, we? is there now? We always know better as fans as well, don't we? So of course know, we do. Yeah. You never you're never going to get everyone on side for that decision. But but no, I, I thought on a whole, um, I thought the whole team did absolutely fantastically. Sam Byram as well. I thought he had a cracking game. 
yeah, just just another going, just, you know, just, one. just doing his overlapping and his and his. I'm like, I'm really surprised. I'm like, go on, Sam. I you thought Shaq did really well. That. Yeah, Shaq, Shaq as well. He was like you a know. terrier, so to speak. He were all over. We him. actually um, on on the myself and Gilly on the B and C for for Stoke kind of called the team, and we were we had a question mark over um, obviously right back and stuff for whether yeah. they drop Gray and start someone else. And I said the only real kind of guy that can come in and slot in straight away, apart from Alien, is is Shackleton. Mm. Um, and I want a thought. They'd kind of want to have feeling coming straight in like that. Yeah. No, I won't. You know. And especially more so after seeing him when he came on. Yeah. This weekend. Yeah, it's, he nearly had an opportunity to recreate his uh, his goal that he did a few years ago. He did, ago, yeah. He? he did. I, I thought, thought he was, was going to line gonna up. He's going to do it. He's going to do Here it. Here we go. Here we go. Ponytail will be out and everything. It uh, would have all been out, mate. It would have been loving life. He nodded it back in, didn't he? I and think. Then, yeah. But, all would have yeah. been forgiven for five minutes. Yeah, well, yeah, but we got we got to keep the, we got to keep these uh, these older guys happy and give them a bit of slack, you know. Talking yeah, like they're all OAPs, geriatric, you know, guys. They're not. They're, they're still in their early thirties, but they are, you know, yeah. when you when you've got a young team around you that you know that are absolutely chomping at the bit to play and a fit as a fiddle and stuff, you, you're mm. not going to see them as many. And uh, and Cooper, who I thought didn't get the ball when he tackled. Um, oh, well, they were shooting. They were shooting away from us. They were shooting towards a cop, and I, I thought. Oh. When oh, it, when he made that last ditch tackle, I thought that's a that's a little bit close. Is that one that might have been a penalty shout? That, but no yeah, one yeah, said. Yeah. You, you can usually you can usually kind of tell by the crowd's reaction for for a tackle like that. Usually, if it's mm. if it's quite rapturous and you know people are going crazy and saying "Yeah, you bastard!" and blah blah blah, blah you know yeah, absolutely yeah. he's not he's nowhere near. But everyone, well, everyone goes, "Ooh!" Ooh. It was just quiet. And I thought, "Hmm, it's a good <laughs> job there's no VAR." Because that had probably been given, um, but yeah, he, he he really worried me when he came on. <clears throat> he really did. Cooper, yeah, you don't feel your confidence, does he? He missed about three passes that were played to him. It's like it's just simple stuff, and it just yeah. don't fill me with confidence. And I felt sorry for Strike that he was the one who got moved to the right to accommodate yeah. Cooper. And I get that he's the captain, so you kind of have to do that while he's the captain. Yeah, you put yeah. him on the pitch in his preferred place, and really, he should be playing more as a captain. But that would be the absolute worst thing for this team right now. He unsettles the entire back four. Yeah, and that is something that used to be the opposite of what people said about him. It was like he's a great leader; he organises everyone. He might be limited, but he brings everyone around him up a bit, you know. But he just—he didn't look like that when he came on on Saturday. He, yeah. he just looked shaky as hell, and it wasn't just him because Ealing had come on too. Um, and they were starting to get through a little bit more at that point, and that—that's when I started to really worry about that number seven because I thought, Jesus. I was just trying to, I was just looking at my phone, then trying to find out his name. It's um, Delano Bergs, but I don't think it says Bergs. That might have just been an abbreviation or a shortened version oh, of it. Okay. Delano Bergs could be. Something, I think it might have been a bit longer than that. Um, but yeah, he, he were a proper outlet for them. Uh, really, really yeah. dangerous. I'm surprised. I'll be surprised if they manage to keep hold of him. Um, yeah, you know, in, in January because I tell you something that'll be them song well and truly if they lose him. Yeah, I think they're going to struggle. Um, I mean, there's a lot of people crying out for Darren Moore to be sacked, and there were chants from their lot um, for for Neil Warnock, which was absolutely I know. just. I feel sorry for Darren Moore. Poetic. He's been shafted a couple of times. He's ended up there. He was doing a good job, wasn't he, at West Brom? I mean, they, they, want, they were on a bit well, of a sort Wednesday. of dodgy form. It was a Wednesday last one. He got, he then got he went Wednesday to, promoted. Yeah, and then he went to Wednesday. He did well with them, and then they sacked him. And then he's ended up there. Mm. They're all giving him an hard time, even though they've got a shit team. 
and they've not invested. They sold all the good players, and they're yeah. having to go at the manager like he's supposed yeah. to wave a magic wand. And well, that's one of the reasons you know. Neil Warnock left on it because they, they had a bit of a um, him, him and um, Kevin Nagel or whatever it's called. Oh yeah, with the uh, with the fake tash, um, <laughs> looked like a bus conductor, doesn't it? Kevin Nagel didn't give Neil Warnock the funds to kind of you know bolster their 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 force and you know crack on through the league as mm. as they wanted to and uh, obviously he sacked it off and then they're expecting yeah. they're expecting him to come in and, and well Darren Moore to come in and, and do wonders and it's just like that's just not That's how it, it. works. It's just, it, you can't. You know? That club has been sort of crippled since they lost that playoff final. Bergzog. Thank you, Russ. There okay. he is. I was wondering where Russ, you were. Hello. Russ is the main man. He knows the, the main man, Russ Vernon. Town's number seven is Delano Bergzog. There we go. Fantastic. I don't know why he has to say at the Arsenal Better the Legion United podcast. I don't know whether he's tagged us. Is that what it is? It's, it's so um, it makes it bold and stuff on YouTube oh, when you nice. see it. I just yeah. thought he's been quite efficient. Thank no, you. no, Thank no. You, Russ. He does it all proper, does Russ? No fucking yeah, he's about. A proper, he's, a, he's a proper bloke, isn't it? Right, let's. Uh, I've seen you've started a few comments. Quite a few, actually. Um, aye, aye, captain. So we'll we'll fly through them. Uh, we've got evening lads from Liam B. Great day on Saturday. Absolutely chuffing lootly. Top banana evening all. Um, Danny from the Not Another Leeds podcast. Even the lads just seeing Edward still spinning by the corner flag. Absolutely. <laughs> we have got this video. Hopefully it's not too shabby um, from Jay. I've been badgering Hopefully him. Hopefully not. Bit. Hopefully I've not. been badgering him since this morning. Can you put this in? Can you put that in? Can you can you do this video? I've downloaded some shoddy, um, some shoddy software, by the way. So if you see some oh, you? like kind of... Yeah, I'm just saying like, you and everyone else who's watching this, if you see some absolutely shite graphics coming together, it, it, it'll be me. <laughs> Just pre-warning you, by the way. Uh, first goal, Byram to Rutter to Somerville to James. Brilliant goal football, absolutely. absolutely. Sensational. Like Mine are half decent, my graphics. They're not bad, mate. They're not bad. <laughs> Inspirational, I would say. Oh, um, so. pack. Yeah, well, I actually, I asked you to do the graphic today as well. You did, yeah. Did, did. To be fair. Did. To be fair. Pat on the back for me. You, you actually had the idea and I made it a reality. Absolutely. Dream team. So. Absolutely, mate. Rutter's pass accuracy under pressure is unbelievable. He's just general all-round play. He's unbelievable. He's just an absolute joy to watch. And he makes you so he happy. Is. It's like when, when he were walking off the pitch at full time and he comes over to the south stand and he goes, Ooh, hey, hey, yeah. hey. It's just, and the Gilly hates just him. literally beaming from ear to ear. And we're all absolutely falling in love with him because he's Gilly such a him. bloody good player. And Gilly's just a fucking idiot, isn't he? <laughs> to be fair to Gilly, right? He'll back. He's. I've seen him on 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 obviously in our group and on social media. He's mm. been he's been kind of backing Bamford a little bit. And to be fair, I, I can understand why, and I have yeah, to yeah. a degree as well. Um, but he's absolutely doubled down on the fact that he's slated Rutter and doesn't rate <laughs> him and this and the other. And you have to kind of respect that to a degree. He's wrong and he's talking absolute shite. And uh, <laughs> everyone, everyone, literally oh, in no. the many chats that we're part of, it's like Gilly, mate. You're talking bollocks. Jorginho Rutter in the championship is a fucking cheat code, as is frigging Dan James, as is frigging Somerville. That's it. You know, there's probably room for a couple of others at least. Did you see um, the, the thing on Twitter that said about how he'd um, created more chances than any other club? Any club? Yeah, and multiple clubs put together. Or multiple clubs or something, but yeah. But Gilly says he's shit. Oh, fair enough. Everything hey, good like that happens for us comes through him. That pass for Somerville, the, the long yeah, pass he, he, he does out it all. to James. Like, he's just... 
even when we were shit at Stoke, it were doing stuff where like the ball were coming, he had two defenders on him, and he'd like whack it up with his thigh or something over his head, he'll turn around and bring it down. Nobody else is doing yeah. shit like that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And he just no, creates it's... out of nothing. And he should be in the ten because he really is good at it. And people said, yeah. "Oh, he can't play as a ten. But the he's thing is, fucking we're ace. But the system with... is what Farker wants, and he's we can't discuss it because it won't change. But I'm going to play devil's, so devil's advocate here, though, so because if if we put that in him in number ten, is obviously. Um, you're going to get that, but are you going to get an effective performance from Piro? We don't know. Well, no, that's it. We there's, don't there's know. Potentially, and yes, absolutely, but there's potential no. So, we know as Farker it's, as because it's working at the minute, I'm more than happy for it to continue as it is. But, Me too. You know, shit, if we go on a run where we lose three games and we score one goal across three games, then I'll start saying, well, maybe something needs to change here. But potentially, touch wood so far, that's not happened and it, it doesn't yeah. look like happening at the minute. But yeah. We all, we all love Jorginho. Um, Kamara from Skip, a standout. Yeah, another quality, solid performance. Und- well, probably goes under the radar a little bit because of how you know solid he is. Him and Ampadu. Ampadu, mm. again, just absolutely quality. Kamara, I really, really like Kamara. He's just an absolute... He's just so calm. Yeah, so he is. calm. He did a nice he- silky turn in box... Uh, not in box, in, in, in middle of park, and I think to set... I think to set Jorginho off when he when he he made Edwards do the little spinny thing, it kind of went he did that like did a fake pass with his right and mm. come back and then and, and fed Jorginho. It was just it was just so silky, so smooth. And when you when you watched obviously everyone when when you ever get yeah. linked to a player, you watch the YouTube highlights links, don't you? You do. Yeah. When I was watching him, I saw all the stuff that he was doing for Finland and for for Rangers. I thought absolutely, this guy's going to be an absolute beast in the championship. And it's so not finished. Far, so it's twenty eight. Oh, gee. Come on. <laughs> Someone's got to make. Come on. Someone's just before you, just before you move on, um, I will say Kamara. This will probably sound like a crazy opinion, but I feel like he's replaced Forshaw, but he's better. If you know what I mean, he's got hmm. that. Um, you know, I like mean he actually plays football. Yeah, but one of the things that people always used to like about Forshaw, which it gets sort of mentioned about him, was the way he could find space and like he could sort of yeah. stop a ball turn with a player around him, make room to make a pass and stuff like that. I feel yeah, like Kamara yeah. does all that and more. We've finally, yeah. like, we've gone from a point where we never signed midfielders to now finally having a, a really good midfield and we've upgraded in every position. Yeah. Forshaw could turn on a sixpence, couldn't he? I mean, he, he yeah, really he wanted, could, yeah. Really, really good and calm in those tight areas and stuff. But Kamara offers, like you said, that, that little bit more quality. He does. Um, it, can, it can beat a man and I think for sure, for all his for all his positives and stuff like that, you never really saw that. His, no, his passing didn't. were good, and he could, like you say, he could turn out of space, and he, he, he kind of that safety blanket in the middle of the yeah. park. But you never had that in going past the man and looking for another. And, and no, he didn't for another pass. That you've got Kamara so. playing one twos with Ruta and going at a box. You know, he'll, he'll, even having shots, calls for it, he'll go forward. Exactly. Uh, Russ Vernon, evening chaps. Hope you're well. Fantastic weekend. United win and scum lose. Absolutely. Great. Uh, the Peacock Whites of LUFC are in the house. Hi, guys. Hope you're all well. We are. Hope you are too. Thank you very Good much for joining us. Uh, oh, Christ. I just scrolled a little bit too too rapido then. <laughs> uh, jam it. Per so, five points. It means per se when I said per se. All oh, right. Okay. Well, you're just correcting you. Glad, no, no, I'm no, glad that he picked up. It's on not it. spelt like that. He's giving me points for using the, the term. Because I'm so smart. Well, that's it. You know. Um, Simon Curley, please, for James to start here. Wow. Nice. Yeah. 
What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's in the net. He's got to keep his head. Absolutely, mate. Let's not... Well, mm. I don't think he's one of them sort of players who starts getting a bit cocky and a bit arrogant, is he? You know, you could kind of see it with uh, Nonto and Somerville, but I think Dan James is relatively grounded yeah don't think you see that so yeah I think like you say Simon I agree uh, I'm sure Jay does too I think I uh, do. hopefully it's the start Absolutely. of a, a beautiful new chapter at Leeds <laughs> Andy is uh, we were all crying out for some end product from James so glad for him yeah absolutely, absolutely. Uh, skips uh, the two year plan to go back up now is this year we need to go up to keep hold of some of them Rutter. yeah I mean that I always think you're is probably right be, there yeah I think you know, towards the end of the season. I think even around maybe even January, we might have a few clubs sniffing around. Mm. But we've heard that, you know, Somerville turned down interest, as did Rutter in the summer yeah. to, to leave to leave to other clubs. And, and you know, I mean, really, if, if, you're sure, if you're setting your eyes on the shores of Everton and Bournemouth and stuff like that, you aren't really looking too far ahead in the future, especially given this, this, this year, uh, this season, you know, with them kind of gurgling around the plug all of the Premier League. You know, I suppose if you... If you're wanting to move to a, to a better club, then it needs to be someone a little bit better than your Lutons, your Bournemouth, your Burnleys, and your and, and who else. So, but hopefully, like I say, I agree. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you there, Skip. Hopefully, we can get promoted this year. I mean, I think I it's, so. Obviously, shit's gonna. Hopefully, some shit's gonna go uh, Leicester and Ipswich's way. Um, we aren't out of the race by any means because it's so early. Um, in fact, I've got a little stat for you. I don't oh, know okay. if this Here is true, go. though, because Luke gave me it. So, oh, huh. Jesus Christ. Russ, you'll have to vet this for me, if you're still, <laughs> here, if you're still here. Apparently, mm. Bielsa, in the 1920 season, we've played 14 games, so at this stage of the game, 14 games played, seven wins, four draws, three losses. We were sat in third after 14 games played. Mm-hmm. This season, under Mr. Daniel Fark, we have played 14 games. We have seven wins, four draws, three losses, and are sat in third. How absolutely unremarkable is that? He is the second coming. So, yeah, I mean, the thing is, we weren't really chasing a team that had had such a stupendous start like Ipswich and Leicester have had done. Mm. The problem with um, Ipswich's squad is they don't have much squad depth, so I'm hoping a couple of little injuries here and a couple of niggles there. Hopefully Christmas will finish them off. I'm hoping someone someone from Premier League or oh, a few more teams will sack the managers and come and poach. Um, I'm not sure who's in charge of Leicester. Good God, um, I can't remember. Let me find yeah, out. I'm hoping, I'm hoping. Yeah, you do that. You do your own work in the background. But yeah, I'm hoping a couple, uh, a couple of the managers get poached and then they start dropping down the league and we just go, cheers. But yeah, Enzo Maresca. That's him. That's the guy. That's him. That's him. 
surely, uh, surely some of the others will be getting sacked at, at some point in the other. And then uh, well, they always come for the cream of the championship, and, and you know it's, it's bound to happen. It's bound to happen. They're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna make mistakes, and they're gonna start. Bournemouth will be um, looking for a manager soon, won't they? So you know, absolutely, someone that might give Sydney a game one day. Exactly, as and as Skip said, you know, um, there's no way Ipswich can carry on with this winning run, and they won't no do way. because we beat them. Alpha leads, so. There you go. Thanks for everyone for your comments. Keep them coming. Um, like I said, we are we are reading them as the as the as the show's going on. Um, do you want to play this Huddersfield reaction YouTube shithouse game? Yeah, go on then. Go on. We'll we'll have a little give intermission. It, give it a little. Give it a little wonder. A little intermission. Let's hope this works properly. I, I have seen these, but I haven't seen what you put together. So hopefully, I've got no idea what the volume's going to be like on it or anything like. We haven't tested. Apologies it, in advance, right. everyone. <laughs> Here we go. Guys, we are joined by a big town fan who watches the videos. What is happening today, mate? Big Derby. Two more town, big wearing that. One more question. Give me one word to describe Leeds. Happy to be out there, lads. Why not? Change my score prediction. We're winning this game 2 1. Take it for Leeds. Ooh, it's gone past everyone. Leeds one star. No, 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 it's offside. Hey! This is so easy for Leeds to make it look so easy. Absolute disgrace, oh man. This is shocking. Here in again, here. How is it 3 0, man? Get down a moment of this club, please. We're going down here. It's now 3 0 to Leeds United. We're fucking wank. Darramoa, fuck off out of that club! You fucking rubbish manager! Should have kept Neil Warnock! And the town fans were leaving, they're already kicking off. It's all kicking off now, the police are running to that. This is actually embarrassing, man. I find the the Reds, man. Shots on four. I'm gonna make it up on there. Of course they are. I generally give up this team now, I really do. I love Port, the music there as Port well. Town fans, yeah. Well, well, well dubbed. <laughs> yeah, poor, poor Huddersfield Town fans. R.I.P. Um, thoughts with all the dogs and stuff that have probably been uh, well the world oh, over there. Um, at a bare minimum. Every, all, they've all been kicked and, and shoved. Um, so, yeah, no, thanks for that, mate. Nice choice of music there as well, actually. Well I thought so, yeah. I seem to be good at choosing music that fits stuff. It's like a weird... I wasn't expecting you to be dubbing, dubbing stuff. Um, <laughs> we've got Robbie in the comments saying, guys, I think the top two is already done controversial, maybe. I don't think maybe. so. Um, like I say, it's a long old season and anything can happen. You know, the, you look at Leicester and the way they're playing, you know, they've got some really, really good players, but Jamie Vardy's an absolute machine for them. He's an old player now. You know, yeah. he's knocking on. It only takes him to get a little knock or anything like that and they're going to suffer. Uh, yeah, maybe not exactly. some, maybe not as badly as probably what people might hope or think, but you know, given the fact that he's so well, he has been in, fairly injury prone over the last few years, and the fact that he's you know knocking on a little bit now, it's it's only it's only only what three or four games. 
I, I was going to say that difference, and it's it's something or nothing. We had a fairly a fairly large gap when we were under Bielsa, and, and we lost it quite quickly we did, just because yeah. we had a few off games. So anything that can happen, it, no, no, obviously um, you're not going up as champions so early in the league. So we'll see. I think once once December comes and that you know the traffic, absolute congestion of games comes, I think we'll see yeah. a lot of uh, a lot of movement at the top of the league. Hopefully, good for us. I know we don't do our usual Christmas. Well, you dread. It. I don't even want to think about it. To be fair, but I don't I'm I'm actually surprised. Drop in form. Yeah, I know. I'm actually surprised that Vardy's not got injured yet. I actually thought he would have been by now. It's pissing me off. To be fair, that he's yeah. still going strong. There's enough time. There's enough time. Um, a few more games. A few more games will you know churning him over, and all of a sudden yeah, his legs yeah. will break, and it'll be fine. Apparently, Luke was right. The, the the stats is right, so we were right. We're at the we're at the same kind of stage we were as uh, under in Bielsa's promotion season. So that's good. that's right. Um, and he's saying, imagine wanting Warnock back. <laughs> a desperate times, you know, leads to desperate measures, and you know they they were clearly clearly desperate. I mean, freaking yeah. fire. I mean, it, to be fair, he did really well for them. You know, he kept them up last season. He did yeah, and you know more than they deserved. You know, it was shit for us. It were an absolute absolute toss bag where we Neil Warnock. But you know, you look you look through the the other clubs that he's managed, you know, your, your Cardiffs, your Sheffield United especially, yeah. you know, them sort of teams absolutely adore him. So he's done all right at places. He's just <sighs> he wanted a fit for us. He didn't he want the right character for Leeds United. No, we're no good for and us. his football was shit. Um Jamie said the same pretty much and it's it's like self harming what you want. <laughs> Brilliant. It's like punching yourself in the bollocks and it repeatedly. You've starred Liam's comment about African Cup of Nations. Am I missing something here? Yeah, so that's about Leicester. We we keep forgetting that, don't we? That they're going to lose of a few. Of course, of course. I think yes, Russ actually said something after him and expanded on it slightly, but um, I didn't bother highlighting both because I figured you'd know uh, what you're talking so about. So for the audio didn't. listeners, Russ is in the corner. Oh, you've just... Uh, right uh, Russ in the comments has said the Legion United podcast. Oh, that's obviously a reply to us. I keep reading them. Uh, <laughs> Leicester will lose a few key players due to Afcon in January. Yes, so exactly. there you go. Hopefully, uh, hopefully they start to lose a few points. But no, um, everything's positive. Um, I think the second half. Then, as soon as we're digressing slightly, I don't want to talk about that. Can we just pretend briefly? like the first half where all happened? Now we've got to talk about it, mate, because, it, like I say, it was a game of two halves. You know, it was just, I think the second half were just too comfortable. Um, not, not to most of them Huddersfield fans, it won't. No, but it were like, you know, when you, you, you know, like when you can it kind of flick, flick bot mode on in FIFA or something. Oh, and it would yeah. just literally, yeah. it were like, you know, computer <clears> takes over. It was just like that, wasn't it? It was just so yeah, simple, was, so yeah. easy. They didn't really want to attack us, I don't think, in fear of us, probably, you know catching them on the break again and stuff you know so goal difference is going to be important to them down the bottom so goal they difference wanted... matters a lot when you when you're gurgling around the pool yeah the they wouldn't have wanted a couple more or you know and at half time it looked like it could have been sort of six or seven easily didn't it so they Maybe would have been... just wanted to give them a game when they introduced cooper and alien god knows that will Maybe make this a little yeah. bit fairer Maybe. we'll make this Maybe. a little bit fairer for you we'll, we'll bring alien and cooper on and we'll see how you get on I mean, in all um, fairness, if he'd not brought them on and, and one of the first choice players had got injured at 4 0 people would have been going nuts. Do you know what I mean? Why were they still yeah. on pitch? Why didn't you bring them off? They're too tired to be playing so many games. That's when you take players off. But it did take them off, and then we're moaning about the players that came on. So he can't really win, can he? No, no. I mean, like I say, you've got to get you. you 
at the end of the day, you know, we could have gone, and I kind of hoped it would be a bit of a, more of a cricket score, you know, because of who it is. I mean, they're going about others. Oh, you know, you've said there's no rivalry for me. Working with so many of them, I've not seen any of them today because I've been off. Um, yeah. But tomorrow, tomorrow I will have my day. Tomorrow it will be like yeah. Christmas, because I mean, to be fair, every single one of them I, I spoke to them, they all expected a battering. To be fair, yeah. None of them were expecting it to do. But when you see stuff like that, there's, there's always that little bit of that little glimmer of hope yeah. um, that, that's alive in every single one of them. And we are their cup final. Absolutely. Un- un- that, that could be certainly 100% said. Um, so it'd be nice. It'd be nice to go see a few of them tomorrow. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so so like I say, you know, it was a good day. Uh, but now we've, we've got a real, real test on Friday, um, which I'm sure you mm. guys will talk about tomorrow. On yeah, the, I've got a ticket for that, Angela. Oh, you're going, are you? Yeah, yeah. Going to go down there and either be over at Moon or pissed off driving back at night again like Stoke. Mm. I'm not expecting a... a win against these, but I, I don't know Why what not, I expect. Though? I don't know because they're doing so well and so strong. I'm not I'm not expecting to get beat, but I'm not I, expecting yet. a draw either. I just don't know what's going to happen. I don't think they are. Are they, are they, yeah, about to say, I, I don't know how many top teams they've played. Um, we're so more than good enough test. to it'll be a test for them but it'll also be a bloody good test for us you know yeah especially after doing so well against Ipswich it'll be, you know kind of a I don't know we always tend to do well against teams that attack us and try and go toe-to-toe for us you know yeah so you'd like to think that we'll be effective in going forward um and you know hopefully our defense can remain strong and remain calm and, and, and keep out their attackers but I think, regardless, it's going to be a good game. I hope we don't get an absolute battering, if I'm honest. <laughs> I think if we do, it'll kind of... I mean, I know we've, we've said that it's you know, still an mm. open championship and stuff, but if they if they do kind of you know put us to the dogs or whatever, then I think oh, it's going to take a lot to stop them. If we, if if we, we... can't, you know, if we can't chip a, a little bit of kink in their armour or whatever, then there aren't many teams that are going to be, I don't think. No, if we lose this one, then we're probably looking at playoffs most likely. Although there's mm. still Ipswich to go yet, and they could fall apart. I, I don't think Ipswich have got the quality to keep it up with the depth, you know, of their squad. Um, so hopefully, as we said before, Christmas will undo them. But I mean, it's it's too early to say oh, we'll get playoffs if we if we don't beat Leicester. It's just it's a bit knee jerking it. But you know what I'm like. I get a bit uh, doom and gloom when it doesn't go our way. Yeah, yeah. The the world will be set on fire if it were up to you. Pretty much. But it all starting. I don't know if I've already shown this. The second half wasn't good to watch, but I get why I did it to keep the players healthy for Leicester. Yeah, I think that's pretty much, you know, a kind of universal opinion with all I the think so, yeah. Him. You know, that he were taking, obviously, the, the good guys, on especially, you know, after making such a good, um, oh, yeah. committed tackle. Mm-hmm. As uh, as you'd say, I mean, it was just quality. And he, I'm hoping, I'm, I'm hoping that there can be some sort of deal struck with with Tottenham. But then again, I hope so. do we want to be in a kind of Ben White situation where we're going after someone who, who's still not being you know, used a lot in the Premier League? I don't yeah. really want to start that conversation because you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Do you know so what? We'll after last time, after the Ben White thing, I think if we go to them and seek out a deal and they're fucking miles away from us, we just walk away this time and we just move yeah. on to another target. See, I don't think they will. We can't waste... Six weeks trying to sign a player that we're not going to get. Do you know what I mean? I don't want to see think, us unprepared. The thing next for time. me is, 
the way that the way that White were brought up, he, he went down to League Two, then he went League One, then he joined us in in the Championship. You know, to get yeah. that kind of level of experience, the different levels. Has he played at every level then? Yeah, two. Wow, um, didn't realize we, he played. In League we two. played. We played against him. What it Newport when we played him? I think. Fuck knows, Matt. Um, Russ might know. He, I think that's when the uh, yeah Russ will be in the in the comments. You can absolutely guarantee. I think that's when obviously Bielsa got eyes on him first. Um, but yeah, so he's been at every level, and then obviously came from, came to us. Brian were dead keen on you know bringing him on and then using him himself. Whereas Rodon's always always already I'll try and get my bloody words out already <laughs> been at Swansea, yeah, gone yeah. to Spurs, like Jed Spence, you know, and just kind of sat amongst their ranks and not really done. That. Obviously, he's stepped down again to the Championship, so you'd think yeah. you'd think there was a little bit of a, a hope that we might be able to secure him on a permanent deal. Who knows? There's ben a lot White's of time between now and there. Would you agree? <clears throat> Different systems, aren't they? But I mean, as they are now, though, playing Premier League for Arsenal. If you if you were to go on, they've got a higher ceiling. But I think yeah. Rodon is still one of the best options we could buy in our position. Yeah, yeah. At the minute, yeah, absolutely. But you know, overall, Ben White was just a colossus for us. It was. You know, he's, he's probably one of the best defenders I've ever seen. I'll never forget that chested volley goal that he scored against as well. Charlton in yeah, the grey yeah. kit, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was just an absolute level above. Uh, you know, a lot of players uh, in our team and obviously in the in the championship when we got promoted, he, he were a joy yeah. to watch. Actually, so calm, so good, and it, and his carrying of the ball as well. You, you know, he, used he to was make such a good himself. footballer. Yeah good eye for a pass and he were comfortable on the ball as well so he wouldn't mm -hmm. mind taking on a few players which we don't really see from Rodon but like I said they're different styles so you can't you can't judge too yeah, much yeah yeah in different systems you know hopefully Rodon uh, he, he's, he's a quality he's a quality defender he's, he's mm. absolutely class what did you think um, oh go on sorry no no you, you, you ask away it's fine I was going to say what did you think of Melier with that goal that I was thought terrible he done better. I think from my angle I, I was pretty much in line um, mm. I don't think he expected it. To be fair, I think it kind of caught him, caught him off guard. I didn't have a great view from where I was because I'm on corner, so yeah, he should have done better. It kind of like froze because he was like, oh, mm. he's like he saw it late and went, oh shit, and he kind of hit it. He spilled yeah. it. And obviously, they've tucked it away. You know, it's it's a it's a shit mistake to make because ideally, a clean sheet would have just you know would have been the cherry on the yeah. cake, wouldn't it? But you know, we're, we're Leeds fans. We're not allowed all the nice things, are we? No, so, and but being Leeds fans, you thought at 4-1, oh shit, didn't you? Just slightly, just for a minute. Maybe for a millisecond, <laughs> but the way that we were playing, and I think I kind of, I was kind of glad in a way because I thought, right, this will probably just tighten up a little bit more because mm. it was getting a bit loose and it were, you know, maybe just yeah, a little bit yeah. complacent and I just thought, yeah, it'll probably just tighten the ranks up now and they'll think, oh shit, no, right, okay, we better get it, on it a little bit more. And, and from any, I don't think they touched ball afterwards for about, 20 minutes no, <laughs> no I don't think that. obviously that's another exaggeration but they it really sort time. of it really sort of turned into a training exercise for us in the second half didn't it after about sort of yeah. 60 minutes yeah. it was just it, it was from the word go from second half mate, it gas, it yeah he didn't want to commit yeah. much forward because there was no point opening ourselves up at 4-0 were there and no yeah. point running your bollocks off hmm. yeah I think uh, I, I didn't enjoy said... the second half but I thought it was smart it was shit, but I were enjoying just taking piss out of Huddersfield fans, so yeah. it would have went win in my in my opinion. Scooby's saying um, I would have taken Byron and Ampadu off first, pool on save legs basis. I get mm. that, especially I get that with uh, with with Sam Byron. But that said, that. you know he, he's come through a, a week where he's played three games in the space of a week. He's now got a week off. 
So you'd like to think that you know a steady bit of training or whatever, and it should be it should be right as rain on on, on Friday against Leicester. That's so, um, you know, but it's a fair comment. It's a fair comment. That's one for Russ. When did Byron last play three games in a week? He did it not so long ago, didn't he? Did he? Or did he? I say thought we I thought game? we were told he couldn't play three in a week, and he hasn't. I'm yet. not sure. I'm not sure for us anyway. Tom Carlin, excellent last name. Although I don't like it, so you know, make, make that a what you will. It's like fucking piss. Um, thanks for your comment, Tom. Uh, subs have to be made to save the better eleven, but a sense of security loss shows up when the gold guard pop up. Yeah, true. Absolutely yeah, but, agree. But you know that they're here for a reason, aren't they? And we've already discussed this. You know, it's to bolster our ranks, and and they're good lads to have around. Fax already said so himself, and I think we all know. You know, as as, as figureheads, you know, the Cooper and and Aileen Vice and. Uh, and, mm. and obviously main captain you know the good guys to have around there's a lot yeah, of experience yeah. there so you know you want them in the squad you just don't want you them do starting. you want to keep them fresh you don't want to completely isolate them and not have them and then when when the shit's the fan and should we call mm. on them they're rusty as hell and not had any game yeah. time then they're going to be they're probably going to be worse so we do need to incorporate them you know in a lot of games we do, yeah. just to make sure that they're actually that can still kind of do a job but you know that's just my i doubt we'll see much of ailing once spence gets fit because he'll fall further back yeah, maybe so. Maybe so. He's always good to have around, though, in the alien. Even oh, if he's just yeah. got a green, a green jacket on and he's screaming at people outside at pitch. I reckon it'd be a good laugh to go out for a pint with. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Beyond karaoke, wouldn't it? Or at a house party doing Twister or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, Peacock White's of LUC, if we're 1-0 up at halftime, what do we think of a Leeds win, lads? I think... Ooh, I don't know, actually. We don't know because we don't know how we're going to play. We, we could be clue, we could be three 0 down at halftime. We don't know, do we? It's, you know, but I think I'd like to think if we're uh, if we're one 0 up that we can hold on for a win. Mm. I, I would like to hope so, but you just know that they're going to come at us. Are they're a quality worry? team. They're, 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 yeah, they've got a hell of a, an arsenal of players, haven't they? Uh, yeah, but I'd rather be one 0 up at halftime than not. Absolutely, mate. Just fly through the last few of these and we'll yeah, uh, no work it off. Would you start at right back versus Leicester? I think Shackleton's more than it is right again to, to play there. Um, I don't see Ailing coming back or anyone else troubling him. I don't think we're going to be seeing. Um, Didn't Shaq play left back this week? No. Shaq at right back. Byron went left back. Completely. Well, when Ball came over, Shackle, Shackleton were on right side, when Ball came over and he tried to... Yeah, no, you're right. I've completely... Made a right tit of completely himself. mixed that up in my brain. Um, I just remember yeah. him running towards me in a certain part of pitch and thinking, oh, shit, he's on this they side. Turn, they do tend to alternate. Yeah. All, all, all yeah, players yeah. do, don't they? But, you know, there's... Mm. You know. But, yeah, I think I think Shackleton probably sticks sticks it right back for me, I think. He's not, not done anything wrong. Yeah, nothing Would to worry about. Would be very him, harsh um, Tom's here again, right back... Is key Shaq or Gray for me, but both can be beaten by Leicester, unfortunately. I think that for me personally, the Gray experiments run its course. I've just, you know, <laughs> yeah. seen him seeing him over there the last couple of weeks, he kinda of made kind of bit of an ash of it. You know, he, he wasn't as I, I don't think he's as effective as Shackleton. And this might be this might be out there, but Gray's got to be in the middle of the part for me. He, he's I agree just with an you. absolute quality in the middle. I agree with and you. to waste him out there potentially getting injured doing a job that he's not supposed to be doing, you know, using him in a place where he's not familiar with. You know, you've got Shackleton who's got bags yeah. of experience there and then Jed Spencer who's going to come in anyway. So it's one of them. I, I, don't, exactly. I, don't, think, I don't think we see Gray there probably again I think, this year. I think Gray's one of them players where he's a good person to have to put there if you need to. Absolutely, yeah. Because that's exactly what happened. Yeah. We needed him there. 
but he's so much better as a centre mid than he is as a right back for me. He, he just yeah, contributes totally. a lot more to the game. So that's what I'd, right. like, I'd yeah, like to definitely. see. Him. Definitely. Um, skips in the comments. What do you think of Agnonto like, walking straight down the tunnel? Mm. It's an odd one, isn't it? He's not looked fully interested to me the last few weeks. He's done it. He's done it a few times, though, hasn't he? Yeah. It's weird because um, when Somerville scored, didn't he come on with his bib on and do a dance with him, celebrate? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's like yeah. he cares about his mate, um, but I don't know. I don't know if his heart's not in it or if he's just frustrated I with himself because he's not playing well or I don't know. I think he's you know, not playing well. Would, it's, it's, no, and I think that might be one of the reasons. I mean, obviously, there's the hangover from the whole debacle at the start of the season, isn't it? You know, mm. with him potentially going to, um, to, to Everton and stuff. But then there's also the fact that when he came on, he wasn't that effective, and I don't think he were effective at all against um, um, Stoke on Wednesday. So I just think it could be a couple, it could be a couple of things. But I'm not really that bothered because, as far as I'm com- concerned, he's playing second second fiddle to Somerville anyway mm. at this moment in time. So I'm not really that bothered. If he wants to fuck off in summer and the club get rid of him, absolutely fine. I've got no problem with that. You know, he's he's, um, you know, he's nailed his... One from uh, Robbie here, just on the same subject. Same yeah, I mean, I, I think podcast. I think a lot of people... Sorry, I'll read I'll read his comment for the audio listeners that are, are listening. So Robbie said that apparently Nonto was back outside and autographs. I totally get that. We don't we don't know why he's gone down the tunnel. No, we don't. You know, you know, the, the lad had a lot of shit thrown at him. And, and deservedly so, you know, when, when obviously the, the whole interest in, in, in him refusing to play in that, you know. Yeah, absolutely. So. You, you, but I think we can look too much into it sometimes, man. can't we? I, I just worry that his heart's not fully in it, and I, I don't get what it is. It, for me, like, if you pull a stunt like that, you've, you've got to be the guy who's leading the way. You've got to be mm-hmm. giving 120%, do you know what I mean? You, it's only, last few, it's only since he's been injured that he's been a bit off it, though, hasn't he? You know, to be still fair, you, yeah, you're fair. right on that. It's, it's just it's hard to see someone without knowing why. You know, when they're not playing well, and you're thinking, is it because he's just not interested, or is it because mm-hmm. he's not fully fit? What well, and like Farker separated him from the group when his head went right. So you like to think if he's getting picked, then you know he thinks that he is yeah. all right. So I think I don't just, know. All we can do is know, speculate. That's that's it, mate. And I think if I were to offer anyone advice, not that anyone will listen to me, of course, but I just think don't don't look too much into it and just see how he gets on in the next few weeks. Just yeah. let him get a bit more game time and let him come back fully from from his injury, and then and then we can judge him. You know, we'll, we'll find judge him out again probably at the end of the season or in January, maybe. You know, yeah, we'll find out in January whether his head's in game or not. Because we'll if we'll, not, we'll, then... we'll worry about it when it becomes a problem. If yeah, exactly. But so, he doesn't start yeah. games for me at the moment. He's not up there with sort of even Dan James. He's playing. Way better than him. Yeah, you know so. he's he's like third in the queue at the minute. I'd probably pick Anthony ahead of him too. Oh, I don't know. We'll see. Like I say, it's nice to have options in it. It is. Um, Paul Daniel Fark knows what he's doing. I think he has learned from the Stoke match. Our bench is the strongest it's been in a long time. Absolutely. Would love to get Clicky back. He would give Leeds a boost. Um, I've seen that been rumoured. That'd be wonderful, wouldn't it? It'd, It'd be just nice. be brilliant to get Clicky back. Just, just be good if you were crap five. <laughs> Does he need five more appearances to make it two hundred for Leeds? I think or so. Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, the break, uh, the MLS break, is is now actually. He'd probably come and play for fuck all. So you never just know. To get his appearances. I think it's a pipe dream. I think we're all secretly, you know, hoping and wishing for something that'll probably never, yeah, you know, never come to in, into. But I. 
you know, I'm I'm like I'm like you guys. I'd love to see Clicky back in a lead shirt and just just to see him just rip it up in Championship mm. just one more time for for a few games until MLS season start. That'd just be brilliant, you know. You know, I'm sure. Well, you don't know. You don't know if Far could have him back, but I'm pretty certain he probably would do. He even probably just would. to keep him, even just to bolster, you know, the squad depth or whatever. Cheers, um, smash a like for Jay's whiskers, says Jamie. Um, and Alison's agreed with us. Archie back to CM late to the party, just back from Leeds. She's a, a woman of mystery. She is. She's all she over is. The she was like cursed. Judith, she's like Judith Chalmers. Is is Alison? She, <laughs> she was cursed, but um, she's been to the Huddersfield game and seen us win now. So I think the curse is broken. Well, were they, they, were they, the the um, has she never seen us beat Huddersfield? Oh. No, I think she's been to a few games and they've all been losses. Oh, really? I'm, she'll have to correct me because I know there was something along those lines, but I can't remember exactly what it was. So, tell me, Alison. Tell me what's happening. What's what's the curse? Is it that you've not seen us win, or is it just that you don't often see us win? And tell us quickly because we're going to we're going to close <laughs> it down very very <laughs> yeah. shortly. Um, anything else for you? Anything else from you, James? Nothing from me, mate. I'm uh, steady away. I've said all I need to say. You've got the uh, you've onwards got to Leicester off your chest, have you? Yeah, onwards to Leicester. Of course, the guys are going to be back. Um, there's yourself, Jay. There's Carl, and there is Luke on tomorrow's show for the main podcast. So make there's sure Luke you keep your eyes out for that. Yeah, Gilly's taking himself up into the misty mountains of Scotland. So he has, um, he's, he got, has. he's got up there with his family. So he I has. think Luke Luke's dropping in for him. So the, yeah, um, guys, will be on tomorrow. It'll be like uh, the last two shows before this one, or before your BNC with Gilly, with me, Luke, and Carl. It's like we've become like a fixture now. We're we're a trio. Yeah, it's the weird how a lot of the road the to work. Trio. Like, oh well, steady on. <laughs> Get a name for yourself. Probably one that you don't want, Jay. <laughs> Probably. I've got a few of those already. To be fair, Jay's got his huskies and his sledge outside. <laughs> What on earth? You'll have to be good if you want any presents delivering this year, mate. <laughs> He's got the white beard for it, though, hasn't he? Well, it's getting there, I will have it? by Christmas. Give it, a, give it a couple of years. So, yeah, the guys are on tomorrow, probably same time. Hopefully, well, there won't be too many technical difficulties, James. Um, hopefully not. Hopefully not. And I think it'll be, tomorrow uh, we'll probably have um, some info from Andy's Man Club about the November stuff that's coming up as well. But we Absolutely, yeah. The guys yet. will cover the Andy's Man Club and, and all sorts of other stuff as well. Um, we may even have a, a few more videos or whatever from the reactions from the Huddersfield <laughs> fans. But we might do, yeah. Keep your eyes out for them. Um, subscribe to our channel if you haven't done already, please. Um, and ring that little bell that gives you notifications as and when we go live. And for all the other lovely stuff that it gives you, I don't have a clue. But, you know, apparently it does. <laughs> um, thanks, everyone, again, for joining us in the comments. It's always appreciated. Thank you, James, for joining me this evening. No problem, buddy. And I will... I'll see you all probably next week and you guys will see them tomorrow. Take care. Cheers. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Thank you for listening to another Auto Better podcast, the Independent Legion United podcast. You can engage with us via our socials on YouTube and Twitter at the address at AutoNoBetter with your thoughts on the show or subjects you'd like us to discuss. You can even join us live and have your say while we're recording on our YouTube channel for the main weekly show and the Berardi and Coke Aftermatch podcasts. With three years' worth of content you can listen back to, from interviews with former Leeds players and managers to Hollywood stars. Maybe choose carefully which match reviews to check out though. Remember to subscribe on whichever app you choose to follow us on.